0: Of the Greasy Knuckles podcast,
1: we're gonna get into part two, part two of uh, Andre Chikatilo, the Russian Ripper, the Red Ripper of Rustavoya, or something like some Russian word. Like that. We're gonna butcher pretty much everything. I try to pronounce as much names I can't pronounce. Jumbo Lass. So.
0: Yeah, and just hang on to your seats because it's gonna get greasy. That's right. <laughs> Knuckles, we earn our NSFW rating.
1: We're proud to bring you unedited, unfiltered content. That said, if you're a snowflake or a sensitive type, you might get offended. We support everyone's right to speak freely and put forth thoughts unmuzzled. So enjoy the
0: show, but if you're not 18 or around someone who might not need to hear our thoughts, wear your headphones or find a nice little church program to listen to. Stay greasy.
1: Andre Ciccatello! Back again! Andre! Andre the Ciccatello! This time we're actually gonna get into his killings and shit. Yeah. There's just so much on this guy that I felt like we had to... There's a lot to cover. Like with most of these serial killers, there's a lot to cover to get to the point where they start getting all stabby with everybody. Yeah. So... The notes.
0: Well, let's go ahead and crack this caffeine.
1: I'm pretty damn thirsty.
0: So for us... And the knuckleheads out there listening. Enjoy.
1: Ooh, cheers, man. In the splash zone.
0: Woo! I came at the, the rainbow sherbet tonight. Mm-hmm. This episode brought to you by Rain I think Energy. That's what got
1: too. You know what? They really missed an opportunity here. What do you mean? Because they could have named it Rainbow Sherbet. Like, they did. Oh. Yeah. Well then they didn't miss it. <laughs> God damn it, I thought I was a marketing genius. I got you, Rain. Rain. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> rainbow Chicatillo. Oh rainbow. So I think I think when we left off he was a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talked about a couple of his old sexual assaults. So I guess we could just jump right in with his initial murders when he got started murdering. Mm. You murdering bastard. So he was murdering. I don't know. He just uh, just decided to start fucking killing people in uh, in that place that I can't pronounce. Chakathee. Let me, let me tell you something. tea. Let's go ahead and get a fact out of the way real quick. Okay.
0: All right. Just so you know. Hmm. Seven six two by fifty four rounds cost about. I'm sure back then, probably 10 cents a piece because they were mass producing them for like wars and shit. Oh, yeah. Now, you know how much it costs to lethally inject a prisoner? Too much. So, somebody on death row, the mm-hmm. death row penalty costs through to execution and all that stuff. In, in a median pricing, $1.26 million. To lethally inject somebody? Yeah. Now, non death row penalty cases, but people that are in prison for like life and whatnot, the median cost of keeping that prisoner in there is 740,000. So <laughs> over the course of their life? Yeah. Almost double than lethally injecting them. Now you count that to about 20 cents per round, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like how, how is that even with cleanup and everything? You know, you're looking at probably 10 grand to like cremate them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So spending 1.26 million, because that, that one dude that got framed, Andre Chikatilo's neighbor or whatever, Yeah. he oh, got yeah, shot yeah. in the head.
1: Yeah, he got executed. firing squad. And, <laughs> yep. It cost, it's him a cig- of- <laughs> cost him a cigarette and a shell to get rid of him. Yep. You know what I
0: mean? So it's like <laughs> 1.26 million. Yeah, you can even reuse the blindfold if you got to. Oh, that would be creepy, dude. One. <laughs> you just see like a hole straight through the middle of it as you're putting it on. Yeah. And you're like, Jesus Christ! <laughs>
1: the hole lines up where your eye is. You can really see what's going on.
0: I ain't for the hole. You'll take take them out. Yeah. But Whoa, I, wrong hole!
1: I thought about this a while back. I was watching uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs again. Oh, dude, I love that movie. So when 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 they're hanging old James Franco, and he says, "You know, first time." Starts laughing. They put those bags over their heads. I thought they had to reuse those bags. Like, them were probably the hanging sacks. You know, like they threw them in a bucket when they were done with them and just put them over the next guy's head. Seriously. Like, you didn't, you didn't waste anything back then. They didn't waste a burlap bag. Somebody had to make that fucking thing. Right?
0: Like in uh, PE class in elementary school, you always had the, well, I don't know if you did, but we had a bunch of like potato sacks that yeah. we'd do sack racing yeah, in. Yeah, we had those. And you just throw them all into a big potato sack. Right. Throw them in the closet. Right.
1: But, yeah. Yeah. That's how they were. Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, I'm sure at the dry goods store they got sacks of taters all the time. But yeah, you know, you got to dump out a whole sack of taters to hang somebody. Ain't gonna happen.
0: No, I didn't work that.
1: No, they'd just shoot him. Especially back then, you weren't worth shit if you were getting hung.
0: Yeah, I mean, you kind of were. You were worth a the party because they would fucking yeah. throw a
1: huge party. Yeah, but it was, you know, it's to celebrate like liberating the town of a shithead. You know, like. Yeah. Party for a good cause. Yeah, fuck this dude. Alright, let's get drunk. Yeah. yeah. So go down to the brothel. Yeah. It's hard to put a whiskey box over somebody's head and hang them, I guess, so that's how they use the bag. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so his first documented murder was in nineteen seventy eight. That's when that's when they first that's the first one they could prove. And it was on the twenty second of December and it was a nine year old girl. Hmm. Now uh I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if he am, admitted to it, you know, like uh, early on. But it says that in an interview after he was arrested in 1990, he said that after he stabbed her, she said something very hoarsely, and he strangled her, and then he threw her, her body in the Grushevka, Grushevka, in the nearby Grushevka River. So, and her body was found on her bridge two days later. But he said he tried to rape her, but he couldn't get couldn't get it up. You know, that was like a, a theme with him. So.
0: From the time he was little, he couldn't get it up. I think that was due to his mom's punishments yeah. and stuff. Yeah, Like, just the extreme punishment of it all.
1: But his was so fucking, his was so fucked up, dude, because he couldn't, he couldn't get a boner to rape her. But then she started to struggle, and he choked her and stabbed her three times in the stomach, and that's what made him get off. Like I, I, I haven't put a lot of thought into this because it's real creepy, you know, and I don't yeah. want it stuck in my head. But I can't imagine like, like stabbing somebody and that being the way that I got off, you know. Like, I can't put those it's two pretty, things together, you know. It's miserable. It's hard. Like, it's hard not to just like drive down the road, and crank one out. So, stabbing somebody. <laughs>
0: I, I do worry. that daily, but it, it's a it's a task. Yeah, you gotta keep one eye on the road.
1: <laughs> One eye on <laughs> the back of your skull yeah. Ah! Yeah. watch out for the cops. they don't like that too much so but uh yeah they found blood near the house where he lived so that's kind of how they linked him. I don't know and the neighbors the neighbor said he had been in the house on that evening but whatever man he was uh, her backpack was found on the opposite riverbank at the street. but that first one that's the one that they framed
0: the neighbor with
1: yeah but because the,
0: they have blood running out in the asshole Andre and he's like nah man
1: yeah it even it even they even say that um, there was a uh, a witness that saw him that saw a man very closely resembling Chikatilo talking to this little girl at the bus stop where he picked her up so even with a witness blood by the fence by his house and they they even searched his home no Oh, they no the guy that got killed for for it. They searched his home, and they found some blood on his wife's jumper. So, but they did the test and found out that his wife's blood type was the same as the little girl's. So it's
0: crazy to me. Like, yeah,
1: that's unreal. That's an unreal.
0: Because quest Andre this. had this rare condition to where, like, they could test semen, they can test blood and everything that came from him, but. It was something like if you didn't test him right then and there, like draw it from him at the police station and then test it immediately, or like test the blood as it was still wet or whatever, Yeah. that it would test differently. I never heard that. So it came up like A-B positive at the crime scene. Mm-hmm. And just for example, not exactly, I think it was A-B positive. At the crime scene, they tested Andre Ciccatello, and he was A-positive. And they're like, oh, well, it's not him. And that that guy that they were, you know, convinced who it was was A B positive. Yeah. So he fit the blood type. Andre Chicatello didn't, even though it was his shed and everything. Mm-hmm. They're like, Oh well it can't be him. And then his neighbor, I mean, he wasn't a stand up citizen, you know. His who, na-
1: Kravchenko, the guy that got killed for the little girl. Yeah. yeah.
0: He was a rapist and oh yeah, you know, murderer and everything else. So they're like, Huh, well Andre has this clean record because the school's never released his record of Mm -hmm. molesting people and everything. So they're like, oh, well this guy is a clean cut cat. Even though there is a dead person, you know, and there's blood all over his shed. He's a clean cut cat. His next door neighbor is the one that's a killer. That was his next door neighbor. He fits the blood type, he does all this. It was him. And he's like, no, oh, dog. Like, I was at home.
1: Yeah. Oh, he had a good alibi.
0: Yeah. A rock solid al- alibi. And they were like, yeah, bah. his
1: alibi was at that night. He was at home with his friend, home with his wife and a friend of his, the, a friend of his wife the entire afternoon. And neighbors of the couple were able to verify this. And they were still like, nah, can't be you. So, they, they threatened that dude, Krevchenko's wife, of being an accomplice and her friend with perjury, like she was a liar. And they got news statements in which the women claimed, Yeah, yeah, he didn't come home. Because they were like, You know what? He's going to jail or you're going to jail. What do you Somebody's want? Somebody's
0: going to jail. Wanna go to jail or you wanna go
1: home? So, but the, the fucked up thing was he wasn't gonna be killed initially. Krevchenko. He was, he was convicted and sentenced to death, and the sentence was commuted to 15 years in prison, the maximum length of imprisonment at the time. It was worth it to stab somebody back then if you were mad at them. Mm-hmm. If somebody pissed you off, you just stab them to death and just wait for the cops and go, see him. 15 years, bitches. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fuck it. He's 25, I'll be 40 when I get out. Fuck it. Plenty of time. I can still stab a bunch of people. Yeah. Anyways, but um, that was in, in uh, but in 1980, under pressure from the victim's relatives, he was retried, erroneously convicted, And executed by firing squad in 1983. Which means
0: the family members paid the guards and paid the judge. I was like, this piece of shit should die for what he did. you know what? Sounds good to me. Because the KGB, they weren't really known for uh, being thorough when it came to investigations. It kind of sucked. And they definitely dropped the ball on this entire, like, entire fucking 20 years that this guy was going around fucking murking people.
1: Yeah. They played, like, the close enough game a lot. Yeah. Like, well, you've been to prison before for raping somebody, so we'll just, it's, it's you. It's you, dog. Come on. You're going to jail. So, so yeah. Um,
0: like, what? No! And then you got old Andre out there like, yeah, it's him! <laughs> <laughs> fucking burn him!
1: the blood <laughs> off his hands. Dane cleaning his knife yeah So. was
0: that motherfucker I'll clean out my shed
1: but after that after that Chikatilo said that that was the only way he could get off was stabbing people after that, that Which, he realized then that to make the white stuff come out he was gonna have to put the knife in
0: I think like he, he could have found a different release you know he just he didn't really spend <sighs> earning so he didn't really spend enough time looking into other stuff you know he was just like, uh, oh, tried to fuck this bitch, didn't work, so, uh, gotta stab people. Yeah. Like, and not calling the nine-year-old a bitch, talking about his first love or whatever. Sure. So, but he's just like, yeah, tried to stab people, and, uh, I guess that's it. And he, like, I don't know, we can continue with his murders and stuff, but... He started taking the eyes of his victims. Yeah, like
1: biting their nipples off and
0: stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, holy shit, this guy is a cannibal. They actually, uh, word spread throughout these little towns and stuff, Mm -hmm. and they believed that it was a wolf killing people, not not a human, because, like, bites were taken out of
1: the... It could have been part of his plan. Could have been. But he he did say initially that he tried to resist the stabby, rapey urges, that he would even cut business short strip business trips short there you go yeah i got it (laughs) business trips short and go home rather than when it when you start to get tempted to look for a victim
0: yeah which like man
1: yeah i'm feeling that itch dude it's It's like like a fucking method you know you convert to vegetarianism when you're standing at mcdonald's and you're like I get the fuck out of here for you a cheeseburger yeah i got to go that salad's gonna taste good but man that burger's gonna taste smacking. so so then uh in '81, he killed a 17-year-old student. He had some of bus stops, like I think that was just like the place to meet people. Bus stops is like the original tender or something. I mean, it could have been. Like you just hang out at the bus stop, which that got kind of turned into like a creepy thing later on. You know, like in the '80s and '90s, you know, they're like don't don't talk to him by hanging out at the bus stop. I wonder if some of that came from. Like I remember when I was younger, I didn't ride a bus much, many places, like just to school. But I remember hearing that like stereotype. Don't talk to the shady people that hang out at bus stops kind of thing.
0: It's probably from this dude. Because like, they were
1: like, this motherfucker loved the bus stop.
0: I mean, it's just like Ted Bundy, right? He had his uh, places of taking people. Like, his was colleges. Yeah. He loved college towns. He was from college town, Like, he knew them, So, he would always pick people up from colleges and stuff like that. And, you know. So, that just might have been his thing. He. Right. Well, I mean, it out, oh, the bus stop's easiest for me.
1: Well, If you think about it, too, though, there's always going to be young people at the bus stop, like underage girls and boys at the bus stop because they can't drive yet. Yeah, know? that's true. Because most places in Europe, it's 18 to get a driver's license. probably has been since there was a driver's license.
0: And probably, I mean, not to mention, you have people that aren't occupied as well, like with somebody. Yeah. You know, hey, Ma, i got to run to the store real quick. A little mile. I yeah. got to go to the store, and she's like, "Okay, go." Yeah. yeah. So uh, he's marching up to the store by himself. All of a sudden, he's got this creepy old dude fucking me. Hey, what's up, buddy? You know, fucking kills him
1: right there. You wanna mess that bus? Maybe go for a little ride with him Come, Come on, son. so mm-hmm. every you want. spot. Can go to the woods. But they always like uh, so. I read this earlier too. the a lot of the pretexts they would give, he would he would say like, "Do you want to drink some vodka, and relax in the woods?" in air quotes. Relaxing was their like kind of loose term for effing in the woods. You know what I mean? Like that's what they. That's kind of their like little term. They called it. You know, like he'd promise some money or vodka or whatever yeah. to go relax in the woods. So he's like paying them for BJ's and then stabbing them or something. So, anyways. Uh, he got the 17-year-old girl from the bus stop and he took her in the woods with the tell her we drink some vodka and relax and then he tore off her clothes and tried to have sex with her again and she struggled. He couldn't get it up so he stuffed mud in her mouth so she stopped screaming and beat her to death and strangled her but he didn't have a knife so he mutilated the body with his teeth and a six-foot stick. He was a fucking animal. Dude, this guy was a werewolf I think
0: he just he didn't give a fuck like he didn't see that's the thing with psychopaths is like they don't see any remorse for anything like
1: they don't see people as people they're detached from emotions most of them you know yeah yeah. so that's the that's the the first one where he bit her nipple off and tried to cover her up with leaves branches and pieces of newspaper and she was found the following day So so he wasn't really good at hiding bodies no but I mean like yeah he wasn't good at it at all They just Just throw them in a river or kick some dirt on them. Which,
0: that was crazy to me too. And a lot of people were thinking when they were doing these investigations and stuff, like, they'd be found right next to the road mm -hmm. with just a couple leaves thrown on them and shit like that. Like, he didn't go through extreme lengths of like, some of these serial killers, especially in America, would drive like 10 miles out into the woods in the middle of nowhere and fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, bury them in a seven foot hole.
1: That kind of shit. So what you just said brings up like a, uh, the next victim is a good a good um, iteration, if you will, of how much he was just like. This guy looked at stabbing women or kids or people like stealing an apple out of the grocery store. Like the next one is not funny, but the next one, he was he was he was on a bus this time. So. Uh, He went on the bus to buy vegetables. He was going to the town of Rostyovyev. So, and he had to change buses in the village of Donsky. So he decided to, he was gonna walk. He left the bus station and he ran to a 13 year old girl coming home from a shopping trip. And you know, he talked with her and walked with her for about a quarter mile until their path was shielded from the view of witnesses by bushes. So like they walked past some trees and he jumped on her and murdered her. And then just, That's what I mean. Like as soon as the as soon as that guy in the apron turns around, you stuff apples in your jacket pocket. This guy was like, nobody's looking. Stab, stab, stab. Which you see two people.
0: Yeah, a little row of bushes, and then you just see one keep on walking. Where'd the other one go? Looking Man. his fingers,
1: you know, covered in blood. Like nothing's going. Anyways, so yeah, he stabbed her, and you know, did his thing. Got his got his jollies off, and when they found her, she had twenty two knife wounds, in the head, neck, chest, and pe- pelvic reason, region. Can't talk tonight. And uh, there was some on her skull that he had that showed he had attacked her from behind with the handle. So he didn't even know how to stab right. Like he was so excited that there were bushes between him and eyeballs. <clears throat> he <clears throat> so he
0: started hitting her with a, ha- with a handle and was like, oh, I bet this sharp part will work better.
1: Yeah, and it says they found several striations in her eye sockets. So he so, stabbed her in the eyeballs too.
0: Later on, when they were doing the interview with uh, with this guy, and was like hey why did you take the eyeballs mm-hmm. he, he told them that it's an old wives tale that basically oh if, yeah if you kill somebody whoever's face like they see less is imprinted on them forever like the a they'll always see the killer's face <clears throat> so he's like okay well i'll just take their fucking eyeballs like in the
1: afterlife or like if you got close enough you could see the killer's face reflected in their eyeball i think
0: i think that the second one
1: but it's a crazy way to think about things
0: he just stopped giving a shit like yeah he knew because of all these times it's just like the last couple serial killers we've covered every time they're about to get caught Meh, and then they just fucking, yeah something
1: Phew. happens everybody <laughs> just looks the other way
0: yeah they're like This is
1: who we're looking for. We're looking for this specific guy. This is Andre Cicatillo. The killer looks just like this guy.
0: Yeah. But it's It's, not him. It's not Andre, but it it looks just like him. They're like, They could be twins. Huh, that's weird. Yeah, we're looking for some guy that travels a lot, likes to stabby-stab. Yeah. And yeah, it's not him. (laughs) He's cool. I know. We found a
1: black guy in Russia. It's probably him.
0: Yeah. You know what? Not Andre. Yeah. I'm just saying that'd be like. the
1: exact opposite. Yeah. That's all I'm saying.
0: But he's just like, oh, yeah, fuck it. Let's go grab that guy. Let's put him to death. So, yeah, this guy ended up not giving a fuck so much. The last kills, like probably 10 kills that he did, yeah. he didn't even take the eyeballs anymore. He just right. did not give a fuck. He's like, nah.
1: Eh, whatever. He's got his jollies and and bounced. But So he killed that chick, that girl. Ernie, And then between July and September of the same year, he killed five more people between the ages of 9 and 18. Like, he was done giving a fuck at all. He was just like, I'm doing it. Always at a bus stop or a railway station. And he always asked him like, let's go for a walk and I'll give you some vodka or some money or, you know, we'll relax or whatever. So, but, yeah, he just started just stabbing the shit out of minors. Which, yeah,
0: I mean, the Russian government, they didn't... Instead of putting it out there like, hey, because they knew they had a serial killer on their hands pretty quickly. Whenever they realized, like, oh, there's three bodies piled up and they all have the same stab or they all have the same, like, deaths, you know, essentially. And yeah. they're all within bus stops or whatever. You're Like, all right, we have a serial killer. But <clears throat> the communist Russia... They did not want to put it out to the public like hey we have a serial killer on the loose because it would make people worried so instead they just went man we'll find him and didn't warn anybody didn't say hey when you're at the bus stop don't talk to anybody like traveling pairs nothing like that they're just like we'll worry about that later
1: yeah well i feel like too that I don't, maybe this didn't seem like as much of a problem back then. Like parents didn't tell their kids, you know, don't take candy from strangers kind of thing or don't get in the van, that kind of thing. Because it it was always, he always told them just like, come with me and I'll show you some stamps or coins or food or candy or liquor or something, you know. But, and then he'd get them alone and, I mean, he tied a lot of them up. Tied their, their hands behind their back, stuffed mud and shit in their mouth. So they couldn't scream and then he killed them. And then, he, and then the adult victims were usually prostitutes. Toots. Them toots. Yeah, so, or homeless women. Night workers. Yeah, and, and usually it says he would, he'd try to have sex with them and he couldn't, couldn't keep it up. So then he would go into a murderous rage.
0: You know, one thing that would've just cured this entire serial killer's life
1: is Viagra. Yeah. If there was Viagra back then, this yeah. dude would have never killed anybody. Well, this was in the 80s, so they they at least had, like, Spanish fly probably by then.
0: Yeah, probably Spanish fly or horny goat weed,
1: yeah. something they, like that. They didn't have that stuff you get at the gas station now, though. <laughs> King Cobra or whatever it's called, you know? <laughs> Stay up for days. Yeah. <laughs> you might have a heart attack, but...
0: They said, they're like, I don't want to do
1: it anymore. I don't want to do it. There are no it. fluids left in my body. Was <laughs> it Tom Segura it's said? Like, you only jerk off so many times for you like all right I'm gonna do it one more time yeah that's it
0: <laughs> it's like scary movie whenever he shrivels up yeah. coming so much
1: yeah so on the in December of 82 we found a 10 year old girl on the bus she was riding the bus back to her parents house and he convinced her to get off the bus with him and there was even a witness that said she saw the witness saw a middle-aged man led the girl away firmly by the hand I've had to drag my kids out of stores before but you know, like, I feel like if somebody would have stopped me and said, like, is this your daddy? That they would have, it would have been easy to be like, yes. You know, like, they what would What if they
0: have... said no? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got a whole different set of problems. You end up talking no! to Popo.
0: Help! Yeah. <laughs> he would have been like, oh, fuck.
1: That's why you don't let your kids watch YouTube right there. Yeah. Because, you know, they learn shit like that. It's funny to do that, you know, like a prank. Yeah.
0: We'll find out how big of a prank it is. They I some... get your yeah. Ass home.
1: yeah. They see some kid on there, like, I'm going to prank my dad today. Go in public and be like,
0: "Help! He's not my dad." They which, do shit like that. Which I seen, dude. I seen this video, and this poor guy. Like, there was a lady that parked in like a real nice mom's van, you know, like something you'd see a soccer mom driving, and she came up to this guy who was, you know, holding his baby or whatever, and uh, or like pushing him in the stroller. Mm-hmm. He turned around for a second to grab something off the shelf. She grabbed the shopping cart and started walking out the door with it, like briskly, you know, Yeah. quickly, yeah. as one would say. And he's like, "Whoa, hey, hey, what the fuck!" And she started screaming for help, saying that like this man's trying to take my baby, blah blah. Yeah. blah. And people started like fighting that dude off. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "That's my fucking kid." Oh,
1: I, I remember this. You, you but yeah. can't
0: you can't prove it. Like yeah. that's what I thought was so scary is like these little these little fuckers don't have IDs, so yeah. you can't just be like. Look! And then just hold up your ID, and their ID and be like, He's mine! Yeah. If someone wants to take your kid, that's it. That's fucking,
1: like... It's a good idea, though. You should get an ID card for your kid. I think so. But, uh... Thank chip them. You. you should chip them like they do at the vet. All Greasy Knuckles,
0: uh, trademarked. But... Trademarked kitty IDs. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... So, like, he was he was yelling at them, like, trying to get them sorted out. And there was a guy, like, trying to fight him. Yeah. Like, back the fuck up. Like, this is her kid, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he said like he felt so hopeless for this you yeah. know, cuz there was nothing he could do I was like nothing I could do I'd shoot that bitch in the face yeah
1: like but oh yeah so the cops
0: came and everything and then when the cops showed up she just turned around got in her van and drove off and the guy was still trying to fight him like mm-hmm. that's what I think people are fucking idiots is cuz even after seeing that lady just leave the kid there yeah obviously
1: it's not hers why are you still trying to fight the dude? Yeah, you know. Fuck. So if you get in a situation like that, you got to hold everybody at bay. Yeah, like not let anybody get away. Like not not grab the dude and let the woman escape. You got to keep everybody there.
0: Yeah, like we're gonna figure this shit out. Yeah.
1: blood test, fucking DNA, whatever. I feel like too that if you're not if you're not like mentally incapacitated, you're not just like a moron. If you're tr- if if like if I ran up on that situation and some lady's running away, like that guy's trying to steal my kid, and some and a couple of people jump in. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? This dude's like, that's my kid. If he was really trying to steal that kid, he wouldn't be like, call the cops, call the cops, that's my kid. Yeah. He'd be like, all right, fuck it, and run away. Just, Just do like what that bitch did. Right. And nobody stopped her. I'd right. be like, man,
0: yeah. slam that bitch on the hood. Yeah. Drive her over with that little minivan, well, whatever.
1: whole hashtag me too didn't help us out much on that front either. Yeah, that's true. Kind of believe all women kind of thing came along, you know. Uh, so he so in 1983 he killed a 15 year old Armenian girl named Laura Skiaskian and her body was found close to an unmarked railway platform in Chicotacate, and by <laughs> September he killed five more people. Jesus. And the fucking the accumulation of bodies and the patterns of the wounds made them decide there was a serial killer on the loose. So they're like, all right, we have a serial killer. You know, I mean, these places weren't like multi-million people populated areas either yeah i feel like if 10 people die in a small town you're like hey we need to like figure this shit out because yeah. 10 percent of the population is dead the entire little i don't even
0: call it a town where i'm from yeah because there wasn't stores or anything like that. there was a right. grocery store or not a grocery store but a gas station there was a everything marked. it was like yeah fucking hole in the wall like like no, the corner store or something. Lumber and yeah. concrete. And like, they sold everything because you had to travel 30 minutes into town to get something. Right? So, but there was one gas station and two churches in my entire town. One person died during a storm one year. Everybody knew about it. Mm-hmm. Like, because the, the population was fucking nothing, you know? Yeah. So, one person died. And everybody knew. Everybody went to his, you know burial and everything like that so if 10 people would have just ended up dead yeah in that town everybody would be like holy shit we got a serial killer even if two people
1: that's what I mean like a bunch of people a bunch of kids are disappearing from bus stops and train stations I don't feel like it should take long to post some people up at the bus stops and the train stations and just watch for a day or two because he was obviously doing it all the time but anyways so that happened in 83 and then uh due to the savagery of the murders and the precision of the evisceration. So, like, they decided that it must be people harvesting organs for a, like, transplant, Uh, organs to sell, like the black market, or the work of a satanic cult, or somebody who was mentally ill. Which, they started
0: pulling people out of mental hospitals and tracking people down that were parts of cults or, you know, had been arrested previously for, Murder or whatever, yeah, and grabbing people that were mentally ill, still in the hospital, and being like, "Yeah, you fucking did it." Yeah, and they did a lot of forced
1: confessions too. They were, they were, they were even interviewing anybody that spent time in a psychiatric ward, and they came up with their own like filing system for everybody that been in psychiatric ward or been convicted of homosexuality or pedophilia. So I guess you could be convicted of being gay back then. Yeah, over there and then they checked out the registered sex offenders and if they had a good alibi they were eliminated. So
0: Killed, in other words.
1: Because, no, uh, eliminated from the inquiry. Like old Chickatello's neighbor. You didn't do it.
0: Yeah, rock solid alibi. He Grab a just, gun.
1: He was just down there at the jailhouse every day like, hey man, I saw that guy. He snatched those little girls, him. Just pointing <laughs> people out. Some guy drooling on himself at the bus stop and they're like, it was him. So. But, uh, so yeah, in, in September of 83, several young men confessed to the murders, although these individuals were often intellectually disabled youths. And a lot of, a lot of these forced confessions were exactly like that.
0: Like they... Yeah. it says often people. They after tortured brutal interrogation. These people. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, no, we'll go ahead and sit down, we we'll want to interrogate you. No. The fucking Soviet Russia's government came down and was like... We need answers. Yeah. We need somebody cop this. Yeah. They sent a special and team
1: from Moscow to take care of this like, motherfucker. Don't
0: worry about this shit. We'll go interrogate people. Yeah. And I wasn't like, "Hey, sit down, buddy. Good cop, bad cop." I was like, "Let's break your fucking knees now." Yeah. And they're like, "Fuck it, I did it.
1: Just yeah. kill me. <laughs> a Moscow police team is headed by Major Mikhail Fedosov. Now that dude sounds like a killer. Yeah. Like he's killed somebody with a knife before. With he a spoon.
0: To- yeah. You know? So
1: he was, in the, he was just like, yeah, yeah, I'll get you, guy. So they sent him out to whatever it was called, Chicago, blah. On Vondon, the place that it was. I'm just gonna go ahead and butcher all these completely because I can't pronounce any of them. In Operation Forest Path, that's what they called it. Had 10 investigators, Rostov on Don, that's what it's called. So, uh, but check this out. Um, three known homosexuals and a convicted sex offender committed suicide as a result of the heavy-handed tactics. So. No loss there, but well, I don't want to say that about the homosexuals, but the sex offender, you know, yeah, uh, you know how we feel about those guys. <laughs> I'm sorry about the gay guys; it's terrible. But so I
0: was like, Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> well, I, I needed to backtrack because I just saw sex offender and thought, you know, fuck that guy if he killed himself for it. But anyways, uh, <laughs> but as a result of the inf- investigation, more than a thousand unrelated crimes, including 95 other murders. 140 aggravated assaults, and 245 rapes were solved. So you know, that dude from Petasov or whatever from Mount Moscow is just down there busting fucking heads, dude. Just, let's like, see, what if he looked at me and just cracking them open? What else did you do? Ah, killed somebody. <laughs> <another.
0: laughs> but what if all of those, like <clears throat> out of all those convictions and everything, fuck, five percent of them are true. Yeah, because you got to think like. When KGB interrogated people That's what I'm saying you know, like cutting off fucking fingers and shit like that, you're gonna admit to whatever like whatever they want you to admit to. Yeah, you want to go back into the box and you're like no, no. fucking did it and so they, they're just like banging people out left yeah. and right alright time to kill this dude alright he's on the bucket list yeah
1: 95 murders 140 aggravated assaults and 245 rapes were solved they were all committed by four people yeah <laughs> <laughs> the first four people I yeah. got into the room like, like what yeah. else did you do yeah. I
0: don't know what you did killed
1: 95 do? people didn't you yes I did old did old. they do this too
0: yes I did
1: <laughs> so anyhow but the the bodies kept coming, even though they were solving crimes.
0: Man, you know where I put my keys? I stole them.
1: <laughs> so that's what I was saying. Like, they just walk through the streets, somebody looks on. They're like, he looked at me. And They crack his knees open. Anyway, so uh, in October of '83, he killed 19-year-old prostitute Vera Shevkin. Vera Shevkin. Shebe. She was found in Shakati Shevkin had been killed on 27th of October. So. They found her on the thirtieth, sorry, she was killed on the twenty seventh. And uh her body was about the same as the others, but her eyes had not been <laughs> this word. Her eyes had not been enucleated.
0: Enucleated?
1: <laughs> he left them he left them cluated in there, so <laughs>
0: gluated in there.
1: <laughs> they were they were cleated, so They were still
0: glued in that skull right there, but I tell boy. <laughs>
1: just like the other one said her eyes are still cleated in there, so <laughs> And then on 27th December, 14-year-old schoolboy uh, Sergei Markov, he was lured off the train and murdered. God damn, this dude's just—Markov was emasculated and suffered over 70 knife wounds to his neck and upper torso. 70. Emasculated?
0: You know what that is? Yep. He fucking chopped this dude's dick and balls off.
1: Right. And then still stabbed him more than 70 times. That's fucked. You like, just need to look for a dude with huge biceps. Like he'd just be he'd just ripped from all the stabbing, you know what I mean? Like, like the His dude be shredded. Are like yeah. fucking
0: Popeye. He'd be shredded from stabbing. Well, see, they brought in what they called an egghead <clears throat> when they couldn't figure out these murders. Egghead? They called him an egghead because he was a. It uh, was an analyst of serial killers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Yeah, we don't need an egghead from you know up in town to get this guy. We can we can catch him." Right. When they figured out, well, fuck, we've thrown everything but the book at him, and uh, we can't catch this dude, they ended up bringing in what they called an egghead, and he gave them a serial killer profile on him. And that serial killer profile was this guy. He's like, hey, you guys are looking in all the wrong directions. Like, you're not going to find this guy at a nut house, you know, banging his head against the padded wall. He's like... You're you're looking for... He had every, like, tick in the box when he gave him the the rundown on him. They're like, you're looking for an older, you know, male, probably mid-40s, who is sexually frustrated, who's probably impotent, who's, uh, you know, he's got another family at the house, so he acts normal, you know. He's like... You're also looking for a guy with a good job, a traveling job, like literally every tick in the box. The only thing he didn't say yeah. was it's Andrew or Andre Chicatello. Like that's the only thing he didn't right. say. Yeah. But everything else, like you hear about Andre and then you look at his profile on him, they're identical, you know? So even whenever they interrogated Andre a second time, he's like, I've already
1: been here. I haven't done this, you know? Yeah. It's fucking... Well, it's crazy that they could, they could come in and tell him, like... I mean, it makes sense to get somebody smart to look into this shit, but they come in and give him all those details.
0: And they're like, you know what? We did interview this guy who had a dead body and had all his
1: blood at his yeah. shed and everything. But he said it was somebody else.
0: But he said it was somebody else. Like, all the shit you're saying, the, the mm-hmm. job, the traveling a lot, the fucking,
1: you know there's almost too many to cover all of them all the killings you know because in 84 he killed fucking in January and February he killed two women and, and he was killing everybody in this place like Rostov or like right around it you mm-hmm. know what I mean like that's what I'm saying it wasn't like yeah he was going all over the place killing people but I just mean that it, it doesn't seem it seems to me like you could hang out with this dude you could hang out at a bus stop you could post some agents at bus stops and train stations and probably catch this guy in a week or two well see they did but what
0: they did is they fucked up and they decided like, okay, we have to tell the general public that there's a serial killer. So they told the general public there's a serial killer. And then they told them what they were going to do to catch him. They're like, we're going to post, you know, police officers Uniform. and all this other Stupid. stuff at, uh, you know, bus stops and train yeah. stations and stuff. So he's like, oh, the cops are catching on to it. So then he went to the next town and started just murking people over there. And then they came out over there and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna start posting a lot of female decoys, you know, decoys out in these like those plastic ducks in these areas." But they would tell him whenever he got there, they'd just be like, "Hey, we're gonna post a lot more females and all this at the gas or at the uh, stations and all this." And he'd go, "Oh shit, the cops are here." And then they'd just go to the next town. I was like,
1: "How fucking stupid could these guys be?" So, but over over the, over the the last couple of years in, the, in this timeline, there's been several witnesses that have given them a description of Chikatilo. That's another thing is I mean I'm, I'm sure everybody in that region probably looks similar. You know what I mean, like similar build, height, hair color, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, but people like every like. I just feel like everybody saw him leaving with children from bus stations or bus stops train stations and they're just like Oh what are that guys doing mind your own business okay so yeah so January February he killed two women in a park and then on in March he lured a ten-year-old boy Dmitry Pashashnikov away from a stamp kiosk in, god damn it Zinsk, and while, while he was walking there were several witnesses that were able to give investigators detailed description and then that kid's body, the boy's body, was found three days later. Police found a footprint, semen, and saliva. And then, on the 25th of May, he killed another woman. I'm fucking Tatiana Pasafaniana. So, and 10-year-old, and her daughter, Svetlana. See, how I know that name? That's like a that's like a very Russian name in a movie, Svetlana. Good. In a wooded area.
0: Isn't that Trump's daughter?
1: Melania. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure, whatever.
0: Svetlana and Melania.
1: I don't know. So yeah, in in the wooded area outside, Shekatee, Shekatee. And then Petrosoyan had known Chickatillo for several years. So Tatiana knew Chickatillo. And then by the end of July, he killed three additional young women between 19 and 21 and a 13 year old boy. This dude was just like on a roll, like summer of love. You know what I mean? Like crazy. (laughs) Like from March to July. He was just skipping around with those big lollipops and a blade, just having a good old time. So, I don't know, 80 fucking... He is fired, whatever, for being a thief, and he's lied and said he didn't do it. So he was, then he found another job that August. These are all mundane details.
0: But see, a lot of, like during the KGB's rule, you know, yep. you know that's what scared a lot of people coming forward who thought, like, maybe it might be this guy, is because the KGB were relentless. Like, you could go to prison for giving a false statement. So they didn't want to be like, hey, i seen this dude. You're looking for this guy. And then be like, nah, I'm not. We're not. Let's throw you in the fucking gulag and make you work until you're dead, you know? Yeah. So a lot of people were just scared. Just like homeboys you know, wife and her best friend were like, nah, you fucking did it, you know? It changed their story real quick because
1: it's like, do you want to go to the Gulag or are you just going to say that uh, he didn't come home? But he killed killed three or four people that I can find in this park of aviators, which was a park, I'm guessing, not with sunglasses, but it's in Rostov Don or whatever, Rostov Don, Rostov on Don. God damn, these fucking words.
0: This is what happens when you cover foreign serial killers right which he was russia's first serial killer so i mean other than stalin you know and whatnot but <laughs> this was a uh, an actual serial killer this was russia's first so they didn't really know like america we kind of got it down you know we've had a bunch of these fuckers so when someone starts serial killing we get the old serial killer peoples on it but
1: this wasn't like a huge park I don't know, I just feel like there were so many fucking, so many things pointing to this guy that it shouldn't have been that hard to, to figure him out. Yeah, you know, like, like, there had to be people that saw him in the park and they were like, every time this, every time, eventually I think you put it together, like there's people that go to the park every day, everywhere you live. There's somebody that goes to the park, to yeah. walk their dog, whatever they do every day. So I just feel like eventually somebody would have been like, you know what, I keep seeing this guy on the, on the news, or I keep seeing a murder on the news, every time I see this guy at the park like nobody could put that together what if he's the guy walking the dog who Andre and he just walks every day so you're like oh Andre. he
0: just walks his dog yeah
1: but I'm saying but alright that's that's my point like if you go to a park every day eventually you see the same people like over the course of a month maybe they don't go every day but you know you like we used to go to the park a lot where I lived before Yeah. and we went all the time so like I recognized people at the park eventually after like a month I was like you know that guy's coming to walk his dog. That guy always comes and throws a baseball at his kid. That's what I'm saying.
0: What if that guy that's just coming to walk his dog? Oh, somebody's just dying. It must be someone else than that guy walking his dog every day because he's here every day. This this random hobo that walks up. I don't know. I've seen him around the Cause time. Cause he's
1: walking up with fucking kid, a different kid every day. <laughs> I mean. I just mean like I've seen this guy three times this month. He's had a different kid with him every time. Oh,
0: I get what you're saying.
1: So that's what I'm saying. Nobody, re- I can't believe no one recognized him. They probably
0: did, but they were just like, I can't, I can't tell the KGB that it's this guy
1: because they're gonna blame me for a rape.
0: And then they're gonna <laughs> fucking blame me and
1: put a bullet in my head. So you're like, oh, you saw the guy that killed that kid? Yeah, I did. How many murders have you committed this year? No, 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 no. They're like kneecaps. Ah, six. (laughs) So maybe you're right. All right. Time to bring him out back. So he got a new job August 1st. And then on August 2nd, he killed a 16-year-old girl. You know, he had to celebrate. Celebrate that new hire. Uh, I don't even know if I want to try Natalia Golosovskala. Natalia. There we go. Yeah, Natalia Golosovskala. Natalia Golosovskala. There you go. In the Park of Aviators. Again god damn it and then on the 7th of August he lured a 17 year old girl Ludmilla, Lud, Lyudmila Lud, Alexsavir to the banks of the river and he's gonna show her a shortcut to the bus terminal that bus terminal must just be like popping dude They're roofies like... no I'm just saying like <laughs> the word bus terminal in Russian must sound like gold nuggets you know what I mean like, a shortcut to the bus terminal and they just faint like, oh, show
0: me that shortcut. Gu- I mean, the if shoes. they're using it every day, you know, be like, oh, well, there's a quicker way to get there. I'll sign up for that as long as you don't stab me. They should have called like, him don't like don't the worry.
1: Bus Terminal Killer or something, though. You know, like he could have had a good name. Yeah, the Bus Terminal. I mean, killer. the
0: Russian Ripper. That kind of runs all that the time. That is pretty tone. badass. Yeah,
1: yeah. Russian yeah. Ripper. It's pretty good, but it wouldn't be the same if you said it in Russian. Probably.
0: Be like, zah, 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 zah.
1: I'll yeah. look it up in a minute and figure out uh, how you say it. Anyways, so... Probably
0: pretty close to what I just said. She, was
1: suffered, she suffered 39 slash wounds. And then he mutilated, disemboweled her. It says he intentionally inflicted wounds he knew would not be immediately fatal. So he kind of kept her alive while he was cutting her up. Mm. God. They found her next day. Her upper lip was inside her mouth where he cut it off and stuck it in her mouth. Yeah, this dude's gross.
0: <laughs> but I used to use... What was so fucked up about him was they'd find, like, mutilated genitals and stuff like that, like that one that said he was emasculated, you know, where just chopped his dick off and his balls off, which is, whatever, it's gnarly, but, uh, what he found out is, like, he was impotent, so he wasn't able to keep it up, he wasn't able to get hard, nothing like that. Right. So he would use the knife as a
1: penis. Yeah, yeah.
0: So he would like fuck people with the knife. With the knife as like his extension of himself, kind of thing. And that's what got him off in most cases. Right. Is using the knife and you know fucking. This oh. guy was nasty as fuck. He's gnarly. His brain obviously did not work right, but.
1: That's how you translated. In case you wanted to know. It's <laughs> exactly what you said. But you can even
0: Look up uh, Google Translate. Yeah, what are those words?
1: Anyways, that's what I thought I did, but prompt one. Assholes, you don't to do anything. Uh, here, let's get the hold, wrong hold, button. So this is how you say it in Russian. I'm going to attempt this pronouncing. Oh, they, they actually give you the, the English thing right there. So the, the pronunciation, but this is how you say it. You ready?
0: Rusky
1: yeah, I thought you guys got that. So Rusky this, it's Rusky Potrashitel. So he's the Rusky Potrashitel.
0: That, sounds, that doesn't sound Russian. Does the
1: rusty prostitute, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, he's a rusty prostitute, rusty yeah, prostitute.
0: That's how you say, Russian ripper and that Russian. So,
1: so, in, so just a few hours after he killed Alaskieva, uh he flew to Uzbek, the capital of Tashkent, on a business trip. By the time he returned on the fifteenth of August, he had killed an unidentified young woman and a ten-year-old girl. Within two weeks, the nude body of an eleven-year-old boy named Russian name was discovered on the banks of the Don River, strangled and castrated with his eyes gouged out. Just yards away from the from where they had found Alekseevaya's body. Jesus Christ! Six September, he killed a young librarian, Irina lushkinashkia in the Park of Aviators. What the? fuck this guy's just killing everybody that's gotta be like
0: real close to his house or something like something easy for him to get to that he can just it's right by the bus stop so he can just be like hey babe I'm going out for a walk and then he just fucking
1: murks people at the the park of aviators maybe he rode the bus from his house to the bus stop at the park of aviators and it was easy you know like oh let's just walk through the park from the bus stop yeah
0: are you going to the park no? it just seems to me by
1: now everybody would have been like don't go to the park with anybody or yeah. you just don't send your kids out alone. I mean, there's that, too.
0: I mean, what if it's like Chicago, though? What? Just people dying left and right. You know, like... Have you ever listened to what Chicago sounds like at night? Yes, I have. Or just... Sounds like fucking... <laughs> just fucking Something gunshots? Middle Eastern country, so... Yeah. So what if it's like that, where it's like, oh... Park of aviators, people die there all the time.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Like, people are dying from all kinds of shit. So, yeah. you just kind of blend it into the noise. It's
0: like, oh, people are dying from gunshots, stab wounds, fucking heroin overdoses, whatever. I guess,
1: but at I the mean, park like, of
0: aviators, like, you know, people just die there. It's just a fucking the killing ground.
1: Like, you just. You gotta remember, this is fucking Russia. You can't like, even walk. You gotta run through there if you go. Yeah, they,
0: <laughs> this is USSR Russia. Yeah. Like, they fucking. That's a good point. They leave their babies outside for two weeks to make sure they can live through the fucking winter,
1: you know? Yeah. You ever see that commercial where they show the different recruiting videos for the different militaries? Yeah. And it shows like, well, I don't want to get too far into what the American military recruiting video showed. Because it was really soft. I'll say that. It was
0: very soft. And then it
1: shows the Russian one. It's all black and white. And it's just like. A hundred ripped dudes all laying out in the cold, waking up like Terminator, sweaty.
0: Bearded men, like crawling over rocks and like they're bleeding from yeah. their elbows and shit. And they're like biting through electrical cords.
1: Part of their training is they just stand there and stab each other in the abs for a little while of the night. Yeah, but it was just fucking brutal. I was
0: like, Jesus Christ, this is
1: what... It's terrifying. Yeah. But so on 13th September 1984, he was arrested. He was observed by two undercover detectives attempting to to young women at a bus stop, bus station... And they followed him as he wandered through the city, trying to approach women and committing acts of, froderism, whatever that is. So, when they initially saw this dude,
0: they got complaints. Uh, this is why they were watching that bus stop because they got complaints of a weird dude hanging out at the bus station, like giving off, giving off those weird vibes, you know? <laughs> weird dude vibes. Weird dude vibes, and he was like rubbing his junk against women and stuff. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, yeah, that's creepy... so what the bus stops for. It. Yeah, you creepy bastard. So they ended up calling the <laughs> the KGB. And these two guys were sitting there watching him. And they're like, he's a weird dude. Well, they talked to some of the women. And they're like, yeah, he was like rubbing his junk up against us and stuff. And they're like, huh. And he was very socially awkward. And they're like, well, he fits the description of old old egghead's description on who he yeah. should be. So then they followed him. And... You know,
1: rest is history. Yeah, so they they got him and they found a twenty centimeter or seven point nine inch in normal talk blade and several lengths of rope and a jar of Vaseline in his pocket. Yeah, because that's like the that's like the rapey killer home kit.
0: And they ran his name and was like, "Oh, you've already been a suspect for this."
1: Well, he was investiga He was under investigation for the theft from that from his employer also, so that gave him the legal right to hold him for long period of time and then his dubious background was uncovered
0: and can you believe that out of all these motherfuckers you've you've murdered they're holding you over a theft and it wasn't even do you know what the theft was it was, it was crazy a, it was like pencils linoleum or something he stole pencils and
1: they said that he was stealing pencils to resell them this says in some he was fired from his work as a supply clerk for the theft of two rolls of linoleums. What I have here, I mean, he's probably fired for the pencils too somewhere else.
0: But yeah, I mean, could be both. But I, I definitely heard that he was fired for pencils because they they were thinking that he was trying to resell them. Maybe pencils in Russian is linoleum. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> but it, yeah, so they were held. He was held for that, even though he had stabbed, raped. All this crazy shit, like cannibalized, did all this crazy shit to people, and he was held for stealing something pretty much insignificant.
1: Yeah. So they they took his blood and it was type A and like you said earlier, the semen samples found on the six victims were in eighty four had been classified as type A B. So his name was added to that card index and his blood type didn't match, so they kind of they said, well, you're not the killer that we were looking for. So he was found guilty of the property theft. His membership to the Communist Party was revoked, and he was sentenced to one year in prison. So you stab somebody, you get 15 years at the most. You kill somebody. You steal some fucking floor tiles, or cover your floor in pencils, however it works in Russia, and you get a year in prison. And he was released after three months. So,
0: But, and that was another thing that had the KGB not looking at him is because he was part of the Communist Party and he was like in love with it. So they are like, oh, it can't be this guy. He's, he's good to the motherland.
1: Yeah. it's a good upstanding citizen. So then in 84, they linked three of his, or sorry, in 84, 23 of the murders were linked into one case and they dropped all charges against the mentally disabled youth who had previously confessed to the murders. So all those guys that got the murders beat out of them, they, they, they didn't get prosecuted. They got whatever, the charges dropped. So he didn't kill again until August of 85, when he went to Moscow, found an 18-year-old woman named Natalia Polskatova standing on a railway platform, and he lured her off the train, off the train platform into the woods, where she was bound, stabbed 38 times, neck and chest, and then strangled to death. There's some some hardy people. If you could stab them 38 times, you still got to strangle them to death. The Russians with an eight inch knife, they're fucking badasses. Probably stabbed me like three times with that knife and bleed me out. Yeah, so, uh, so like based on the hypothesis, the killer traveled from the Rostov to Moscow via air. Investigators checked all the Aeroflot flight records blah 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 Chickatilla traveled by a train that time so they still didn't get him. they were looking in the wrong fucking place again because nobody can drive cars nobody Fuck. can take trains they can only take planes four weeks later on the 27th of August he killed another young woman Irina Gulivalya in Shakati I know that's not how you say that but whatever and then fucking her wounds resembled the ones they were looking for god damn what? we got three minutes Three minutes. I guess we should just go ahead and... He killed a bunch more people. <laughs> but basically, so this is how he got caught. In 87, he killed three more times. In 88, he killed three more times. Fucking... 89, so, he killed. 90, he killed an 11-year-old. Essentially, how he got
0: caught was they brought the egghead that they recruited into there. and started talking to him about, like, hey, you fit the description on this, 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 this. And he ended up breaking, and he, he was reported to start, like, bawling his eyes out, and then confessed everything, so.
1: Uh, yeah, Dr. Bushkovsky was invited to assist with the questioning. He read excerpts from his psychological profile. Within two hours, Chikatilo burst into tears, confessed that he was indeed guilty of crimes, which he had been arrested. And then he got a bullet
0: to the back of the head, which reminds me of my first... Little fact. It did not cost the Communist Party
1: motherfucking, was it $1.26 fi- million to kill him? On 14 February 1994, Chikatilo is taken from his death row cell to a soundproof room in the Nova prison and executed a single gunshot behind the right ear. He was buried in an unmarked grave in a prison cemetery. The end. Andre Chicotillo is no mo. So, A
0: Russian Ripper who killed over 40 people yep. and the KGB and USSR that was trash at their fucking jobs.
1: You got anything else? I have nothing else to add. Just that, uh, I don't know, don't walk away from bus stops with strange people, I like guess.
0: Well, that's gonna be it from us here at the Greasy Knuckles. Remember, if you're
1: gonna get greasy, go knuckles deep.
0: Shit, what is that? What the fuck? Get ready for fucking ear cancer. Here it comes. <laughs>